that you don't like good. doobies for boobies <laughs> i i there's no comment that comes out of my mouth oh, okay. that doesn't get me in trouble <laughs> The strain of that guitar, we welcome everyone to episode number 29 of the Promo Front Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, is the Baron of Board Service, the Technician of the Tom Show, the Field Marshal of the Fashionable Fist Bump, the Major of the Mask, the one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you? I'm doing well, my friend. As you can see, uh, we are actually here at the Tom Show in Cleveland. We were at columbus earlier today as we were recording this in cleveland today i am masked up but there's no one around me so i'm gonna i'm gonna take this off just so you can oh, understand boy. me and hear me um and uh yeah i'm doing well today was really really fun so how are you bud good good doing good um uh, thank you for taking off the mask i wasn't sure i was actually speaking to kirby <laughs> so that actually helps out a ton to yeah. be honest with you yeah um so no doing well doing really well and, and you taking off the mask helps but you know what else helps me on a daily basis kirby what's that bill that'd be our good pals over at promo pulse and i've got something a little different today so okay i got a testimonial i love testimonials i think yeah. they're the most powerful one of the most powerful forms of marketing um when you're marketing your business um obviously outside of promotional merchandise of course um but this is a great testimonial. So this is, um, I, I might even give you the name. doesn't matter. I love having a really a easy place to check in. It's just like checking a pulse. Ooh. Pretty much anytime I pick up my phone, I check my promo pulse. It's an easy inspiration. Promo pulse takes the giant tornado of promo information flying above and funnels it into one nice little app. I love that. Yeah, I love it. Taking a pulse of the industry. I, as you, I think I said that a week or two ago, and you were like, yep. it's almost like they named it on purpose. Uh, I, we're going to have to get, <laughs> we, we actually might have to have a, a, a guest driven show to ask Jason Noakes about that. Yeah. But all, but all joking aside, it is a great place to get your industry news, your industry inspiration, your industry ideas in one place and it's free at the app store whether you're a google guy whether you're an android guy or a, a gal or an apple guy or gal it doesn't matter because you can spend a whole bunch of time going to every freaking website and getting For blogs sure. here and content there and supplier specials there but why bother kirby when it's already done for you in one app yeah and i love that you can customize the people that you want to follow too like Absolutely. that's what the, for right away i was like oh okay i do want to do this i do want to do this and it going through that exercise actually reminded me of people that I wanted to follow that I might not have been when I saw them there. I'm like, Oh yeah, I love their stuff. And so it kind of helped, helped you decide who to follow too. You know? Yeah. No question. Promo pulse is that only way to get all the information you need to know, save time and make yourself money. So go ahead, head over to the app store, whatever one you're using Android, or, or I guess that'd be Google play or uh, the Apple uh, app store and download that promo pulse app. Now this is the promo pulse no, it's not. It's the <laughs> Promo Upfront Podcast. Yep. See, everybody's got to have the word promo in front of their company. Darn it, it makes it hard. Uh, this is the Promo Upfront Podcast. And Kirby, I want to thank you on behalf of three of our listeners, all three of them. Thank you for having the courage to broadcast from a basement in Cleveland wearing a mask. I do know the hotel you're at, and I know you're in a basement. Oh, um, no, this was it. This is actually at a conference center. Oh, oh, oh yeah, it's, it's the, the yeah. IX Center? 
Uh, no, it's the it's called the La Villa Center. So um, it's, well, anyway, yeah. Either way, we could talk about Cleveland uh, terrain and, and buildings <laughs> another time. But uh, I want to thank you for having the courage to podcast at a in person event. You have the promo up front topic today. I wonder what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, you know, it is funny. I, I think that uh, I actually went back and forth. There's some news, right, in our there industry that I could that I could go with. But I really did feel like today was a, you know, we did some a little bit of sporadic in-person things last year. And I think that as an as the OPA board, I think we learned uh, some things that we did well, some things we, you know, we can always do better. Um, today was gratifying um, to, to have an in-person event in Columbus people walking in and saying, oh my God, it's so good to see product again. Obviously the numbers weren't what they were pre-pandemic, but the suppliers were like, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I, I, uh, it's, it's worth mentioning. I'm hoping that we um, are showing people how to do it, do it safely. Um, TISPA and MIPA decided not to do the Tom show in January. So they're, they're doing theirs later. We, we made the decision mm-hmm. to go ahead and go. Um, so I, I, I bring it up to say, I think that it's, it's moving in the right direction. We've got everybody's masking up. We've got hand sanitizer everywhere. Um, and I think many of us are just hopeful <laughs> that we can start moving back. So I guess the question I wanted to ask you, and this is as I was kind of driving here thinking about it, I'm like, when do you think, not, not necessarily big ones, not CES, not mm-hmm. Expo, when is your prediction that medium, small shows start happening closer to regular normalcy again what's it it, it's 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 evolved so i'm curious to know your thought now i'd say and i feel like i can say with a little bit of authority quite frankly yeah Uh, i'd say today january 20th 2021 because you're doing one Mm -hmm. um you're doing one and i don't mean that to be flippant you you're doing one there's the showcase shows they're doing they're doing them as well Mm -hmm. um and so i think people are starting to get comfortable with the quote unquote restrictions that are in place to keep people safe and healthy. And so I think they are happening now. Now, are they happening as frequent? No, I've spoken at the Tom shows before. So anybody who's not familiar with the Tom show, it's a traveling show Mm -hmm. that uh, has, I think five or six different regionals involved and it kind of goes up uh, the uh, interstate corridor there. Um, and so it sounds like MIPA and TISPA, the, the, uh, uh, I forget what TISPA stands for. Yeah. It's, it's essentially Cincinnati and yeah. Kentucky and that so, area. Yeah. Um, I, 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 they, they opted out and I, you know, everybody's got to do what they totally. have to do the best. So, uh, for the best. So I think the ones that are ready to do are doing it. You guys provided a model for this, you guys at OPA and, and, you know, let the record be clear. You were the first group in the industry that held an in-person trade show um, after the pandemic began. And I believe it was in August-ish. Yeah, we did, we did the sales safari. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so that you guys crazy. <laughs> yeah. You guys provided the template for it. And so I know you learn from it and you know, what's interesting is, you know, I attended and I know you didn't, you're out of town, but I attended the PPAI direct to you last week, which right. was a really interesting show. And, and maybe we can just kind of roll that discussion yeah, into please. this. Really well done. Um, there were technology glitches on day one, which, which is that's to going expected. to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got to tell you, days two, three, and four, Sage and PPAI knocked it out of the park. Uh, really? Quite frankly, they did a great job. And here, here's the thing. If you go into, and so this applies to your question as well. If you go into a regional trade show right now, expecting exactly like it was last year, just with masks, yeah. don't. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. If you went into PPAI direct to you last week, 
thinking it's a virtual form of expo or it's a virtual copy of expo. It's not, right. it's different. It has to be different and you have to be innovated and you have to create uh, color outside the lines in a creative way to make it work for everyone. And so yeah. uh, I applaud you guys uh, on the open board. I applaud everybody who's uh, doing the Tom shows. I applaud PPAI and Sage for what they did during the uh, direct to you last week. The guys at Soapbox today, they've, they're having their yes. first show. Yes. And so a lot of really cool innovation. And just, I think if people keep their expectations, not in check, but keep them realistic. Right. This can work out very, very favorably for both suppliers and distributors. Yeah, no, I, and um, excuse me, I actually heard a ton of positive feedback about uh, the direct to you expo. Um, you know, we, I sort of checked out and, yeah. but it was funny just following on social media. Obviously you heard about the glitches in technology that first day, but honestly, after that, it was like, gosh, everybody was talking about how tired they were. Like it was almost like normal expo just didn't get yeah. quite the amount of steps. So that's kudos well, to them. In talking to some suppliers, they actually felt like they had better shows that were more productive. They had more higher quality meetings. It wasn't a lot of fluff. There weren't the catalog grabbers. Mm -hmm. So there were, I think, I think in some respects it was more productive than a right. traditional expo. So it'll be very interesting over the next few years as the world opens back up, we have herd immunity, people are vaccinated. What expo really looks like? All right, see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, uh, but it'll be interesting to see uh, what uh, what that all looks like. So I, I, I love the innovation. I think it's a great question to ask. Yeah, cool, man. Well, that, uh, you want me to awesome. go to my next topic? Uh, I already know what your next topic is. So yes, I do. Oh, okay. Oh, you, 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 are you going to go right in a row? Man, look at you. Rapid fire. I love it. Go. I've, I've got my, you know, I'm, I'm a little more go. spaced out. So, okay. Do you want me to go to the, the blog post that I wrote? Is that what you want me to bring? I, I know. I've got it right here. We're going to talk about optimist, pessimist, and realist. I'm glad you came around on my way of thinking, but please go ahead. <laughs> I don't think I did. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, this, you and I have had an ongoing discussion about, um, you know, optimist, uh, pessimism and the realist or whatever. And one of the things I said that is a realist doesn't exist. A realist mm -hmm. is just a pessimist in disguise. Uh, that was, that was historically what I had said. Correct. And I, I think it was interesting. I wrote a blog post the day before talking about positivity being a skill. And mm -hmm. the question came in that said that from, from someone, one of my connections on LinkedIn, what do you think about the realist? And I realized in responding to him, I felt like I was insulting anyone who I said that to. Mm -hmm. And I think the sort of the, the epiphany of my blog post to me was there's no such thing as a, an optimist, a pessimist, or a realist. They're not a person. They're a moment. They're uh, situational. In, they're situational. And so now I still don't think I, I stand by <laughs> There's no such thing as a realist. I stand by the idea that you're, you're pretty much either pessimistic or optimistic about that situation. That's mm -hmm. the part I would stand by. Um, and and I, I think it's the reason that it makes sense to me because I think mm -hmm. that you, I, I would say, in, in, in our discussion on the podcast, you said, do you think I'm a pessimist? And I'm like, mm -hmm. no, I don't think you are. But I think in those moments, you are taking a pessimistic point of view. So that's okay. where I live. Let me push back on you. So okay. I think in your definition, I, I agree. I don't think an optimist exists and I don't right. think a pessimist exists. I think, well, that's not true. 
there are people who yeah. always see the bright side of life, which is maddening because sometimes things <laughs> aren't great. And, and I don't need someone to tell me the boat's not sinking as the Titanic's going down. Right. By the same token, I don't need someone when the cruise ship's sailing all nicely mm -hmm. along the water and I've got a drink worried about it hitting an iceberg. <laughs> that's, that's the pessimist. Right. To me, almost everyone is a realist because it's all situational. <laughs> I think that's the only type of person who, yes, yeah. there are the they're the fringe optimists and the fringe pessimists. Most of us are realists because in the moment you look at the situation and you, it is a choice. There are, don't get me wrong. There mm -hmm. are choices, a choice. but there's some moments where I choose because of experience, because of strategic foresight, because of gut feeling, whatever you want to say, I might say that's not going to end well. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily a pessimistic view. That's in my opinion, taking all the information I have and saying, I don't think that's going to work out or on the flip side saying, taking a haul that information again saying i think that will work out so mm -hmm. i think the only person that exists really is a realist yeah so so that's that's the part where we we disconnect because i actually don't think i think in that moment you're taking a pessimistic point of view yeah it's from okay. a realistic from a realistic no. perspective yes and in that moment i often take a positive point of view an optimistic point of view and so i because i think that i can i can affect that positive change so I, I, I still don't think I, it's see, a realist because a realist is, is totally objective. It, I, maybe what you're saying, I don't think is realistic at all. Well, I get that. <laughs> it's still a choice, but yeah. sometimes the choice is obvious. Right. Sometimes it's not. So, right. but when there is a choice, I generally choose positivity. Yes. All right. Cool, man. man. I, think you're, I think you're still wrong, but it's, it's, I, I appreciate you digging I, in. I, I look, <laughs> I'll tell you what's not wrong, though, Kurt. What's that, Bill? You know, you're at a trade show today. And one of the things I love about trade shows, and you're drinking a beer, and you didn't tell me I could drink beer today, which kind of upsets me. I'm not going to lie. It really kind of vexes me greatly. But one of the things I love about trade shows, my favorite thing, honestly, in an in-person trade show, are, you know, every once in a while, there's promotional product that just grabs my attention and goes, I got to have that. Yeah. And the one thing, you know, we're coming off the heels of what would have been Expo in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I miss more than anything else, besides the people, yep. but from product only, are the cool name badges that Josh Robbins and Vault <laughs> promos would give out. And so I was yes. doing some cleaning over the weekend and I found two and I, and they're actually, actually yours, which surprisingly. Okay. So yeah, this I'm, one I'm optimistic says, about this. <laughs> this one says, I'm just here for the samples. You can see it right there. Yeah. Um, and so I'll, I'll send that to you. And then I have no idea how this one got in my bag. I'm a walking sex scandal. Um, so I'll make sure to get those to you right away. Um, but all joking aside, they're fun great giveaways and it's one great way josh robbins and vault promotes their business but they're also really cool because i love the magnetic name tags they don't put the holes in your shirt yeah they, they they're not weird wonky they're easy yep. on easy off i really love these things and i know you do too i do and and the thing about it is and again i know we're kind of turning it into a vault commercial but the reality of it is is there's that's business that i think i didn't know existed or i didn't think that my cust customers were doing and once i sort of opened my eyes to it it became pretty pretty lucrative actually so absolutely well they yeah. have that badge release program you know yeah. badges make me crazy.com so yeah <laughs> but anyway the, these are great products i do love these it's yeah. not that you know people don't look at these like oh that's a cool product it really kind of is yeah totally love it totally love it. all right kirby is it my turn now you've had two so. and i'm gonna go all right um do you like the doobie 
You like the weed? You like the marijuana there, Kirby? I'm not a big I'm not a big marijuana guy. Okay, but. well, I don't know if you know this, Kirby, but a Michigan dispensary, okay, where marijuana is legal, recreational marijuana is legal in Michigan, mm-hmm. is giving away branded joints to anyone who gets the COVID vaccine. <laughs> so they're trying to they're trying to give it, they're encouraging people right. to get the vaccine. You um, you bring proof of that. You get a pre rolled joint that has mm-hmm. the, the 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 dispensary's logo on it, and it comes in a box and it says "pot for shots." So I think it's a really great. Uh, I think it's a really terrific use of promotional products. Oh, I love that. Um, and I wanted to get your opinion on that. So first of all, I, I find that there are certain categories that just they because i think that they have levels of irreverence i think alcohol to a degree has this but i actually think they seem more conservative the cannabis kind of area they have some really fun and creative branded stuff this is super but but it's not only super fun but it's actually doing something for you know to try and move people uh in the right direction One one of the things i say about promo it's the thing that i think that we're most powerful as an industry is we affect human behavior Yep. Like people will do anything for that t-shirt. People will do anything for apparently branded doobies. Um, branded and so, doobies. yeah. So, uh, I think not only is it creative, but I, I applaud it, well, you know, it, for, for the message too. So yeah. Kudos. And it's actually doing good in the world, right? Yeah. They're trying to encourage people to get healthy. So I got the thinking. Okay. I All put right. my thinking cap on. I thought, <laughs> how else could we use marijuana to promote good? And so I came up with some campaigns. I want to run these by you. Let me know what you think. <laughs> okay. I'm optimistic about this too. Um, I think, you know, realtors always looking to get new business. So when they sell a house, how about handing out weed for deeds? They they hand out a a property deed. What do you think of that? I think that as a closing gift, that would be after you're signing all those papers, you know, if you've, if you've done the mortgages, you need to relax. So yeah, I'm down. Okay. So I think we all know um, breast cancer is a terrible thing. And so when people donate to breast cancer, how about doobies for boobies? (laughs) Sure. I'm going to move okay. on from that one. <laughs> All right. How about, you know, a lot of competition when you fill up your car or motorcycle with gas, right? right. So what if you went to your local Exxon and their frequent filler program, you got uh, grass for gas. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. The only concern I think I would have, and the, 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 the Karen is going off in my head, is that you're encouraging people to drive under the influence or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but are you, you, go to, you can go to a liquor store. I don't think it's I, encouraging I, people. Again, it's the Karen voice, I said. <laughs> I, well, you, okay, fine. Let's move on. You would agree recycling is important. That's a problem, right? Yes, People don't recycle sure. things. How about hash for trash? <laughs> that I like a lot. Okay. Hash that, for that's trash. that's one of my favorites. That. Yeah, that's what All I'm right. How about, you know, one of the things you know, we talk about is the first thing people look at when they look at a new business are reviews, reviews online, yeah. Yelp, especially like when it comes to restaurants. What about encouraging people to write positive reviews on Yelp, uh, herb for verb? So you write a couple verbs, a couple positive verbs about your restaurant and you get a little herb. What do you like? You like that? I, I, I think that's my least favorite. I, I, okay. Dude, I love your creativity, by the way. Okay. I'm not taking, all of them are good, but I think okay. I could get a little confused. Okay. I got one more. I got one okay. more. I, dude, so, so how about, you know, right now travels industry's taking a big hit. And so yeah. what about encouraging newlywed couples who get married and they go to an all-inclusive resort mm-hmm. when they get there, pot when you tie the knot. Sure. Yeah, I like that one pretty good. Okay. I like that one. Good. Yeah, that one. I think I, I think I covered all of them. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think the hash for trash is probably my favorite. That's hash for trash. Uh, and what was the first one? Of, 
Uh, that would be weed for deeds. Yeah, that I think I like that one too. That you don't like good. doobies for boobies. <laughs> I, I, there's no comment that comes out of my mouth. Oh, okay. that doesn't get me in trouble. <laughs> I just got us in trouble twice. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um. Da 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 da. My All right. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead. Why don't you go ahead? Okay. So I was thinking of you last week. I was Uh-oh. reading the book, The Practice, by Seth uh-huh. Godin. I was kind of mm-hmm. going through it again. If you haven't read that. I, fantastic really really good um it's one of my favorite ones he's done in a while to be honest with you Um, it spoke to me right where i was um but one of the things he talked about in there is the art of improv Mm -hmm. right and you know how when you go to become a student of improv the idea is you don't you never say no you say yes yes and Mm -hmm. yeah and as i was kind of reading about it and how you know you you just got to keep rolling it made me think of you and it made me think of us together sort of okay. in the in this sort of podcasting journey. I think about it all the time that you and I tend to, uh, we're very proud of the fact that we don't edit. Somebody walks right. through and talks, we just, we can keep rolling with it. Keep it going, baby. Yeah. And, and I, I think both of us take pride in that. And it occurred to me that podcasting like this is a little bit like improv. This is our version of improv. And so I wanted to see what your take was on that concept. You think that's right. Um, but I, again, I think it's, it was, it's one of the reasons I think it's fun. Yeah, 100%. I think it's right because honestly, I would get very bored with this podcast. Um, and I think actually our, our, both our listeners would too. If <laughs> we dropped people, one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't like the whole doobies for boobies comment. <laughs> Um, I, I think the reason people like the podcast is the reason I still enjoy doing it. The reason you still, I still never know really what you're going to bring up and yeah. keeps me on my toes. And I like thinking like that. I like pushing my brain into those areas. And so, you know, it doesn't become overly repetitive. It doesn't become something mundane. And I, I, you know, I very much like the danger of, yeah. of that, to be honest with you, because, you know, even when I'm talking, when I'm doing a, a, scripted education session. I'm a big believer that 70% of what I'm going to say, I already know. The other 30%, I'm going to read the room and I'll figure it out as I go because I like, there's something very exciting both for the speaker and for the audience, I believe, when you're kind of walking the tightrope a little bit. And I think that's where the improv comes in. And so, absolutely, I'm a much better extemporaneous speaker because we do this podcast. I think you you would feel the same. Oh, 100%. It's funny. I, when I first started doing Delivering Marketing Joy, it, it used to, I used to white knuckle it a little bit when people didn't um, give me the question in advance. Yeah. And I, honestly, and now sometimes I think it's better because I can give a more thoughtful, you know, if it's sure. a deeper question I need to think about. But I love now because it's just like, mm-hmm. huh, we'll see, we'll see where this brain takes me. <laughs> and, right. and that's just kind of fun. So, right. Cool. That was it. All right. The only other topic I have, and we'll touch on it, and then we'll go to the game. Okay. Is uh, again, we, we try not to talk about this stuff, but it is it is a kind of a little bit of news. SNS uh, Activewear uh, just got a major influx of cash from CDNR, a private equity firm. So they're now major stakeholders in SNS Activewear, mm-hmm. along with the current owners and management, um, focused on long term growth. The executive team remain in place. The things people usually say when this happens. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It's always nerve wracking when this happens, but what's interesting to me, they're already a $1.5 billion a year supplier. And it's like, where are you going to go from here? So I'm just, I, I, that one surprised me because I always feel, I already feel like they're where other people want to be. So this one kind of took me a little off guard. Now everybody's for sale. I got that, but 
very interesting. Yeah, no, I, this was, it, it was funny because again, at a show and I just happened to reach down and check my email while I was sitting there. And this was one that I think caught a lot of people off guard, at least because yeah. I went to, I was like, Hey, SNS is, mm-hmm. was, you know, sold. And they, the, most people were like, really? Yeah. And that was really the, now by the end of the day, I was like, you know, Hey, acquisitions happen every day. We move yeah. on. But, but yeah, I, I th- these kind of things are, you know, you, you try to be optimistic that yeah. they're going to keep the, the, because they obviously were doing something right to become 1.5 no billion. Question. You're going to keep that sort of thing in place. But on the other side, I'm like, man, I get it. If you have more cash to play with, I yeah. generally means good things. Generally. It, it generally means good things. Hope it means good things, not only for distributor clients and end users, but also good things for the people in SNS. We both yeah. have a lot of good friends at SNS. Yeah, for sure. Oh, so yeah, we hope it goes well. That. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. <clears throat> All right. All right, Kirby. We are now at the party in the back part of the podcast. Um, it's where we're going to have a little fun. And I thought today is inauguration day, not getting political, but today is inauguration day. Joe Biden day. is our 46th president. <laughs> I thought we'd do a little inauguration trivia. Oh, man. I'm going right. to be terrible, just so you no, know. No, there, there are no wrong <laughs> answer. Well, actually, all of them, them yeah. will probably be wrong. All right, real quick. We'll go through these quickly. Who had the shortest inauguration speech ever of all the presidents? Shortest inauguration speech yep. ever. I'm going to go George W. Very good. His second uh, second one was 135 words, his second inauguration address. So I got that right? Yep. <laughs> okay, so had, write that down. <laughs> I did. Who, who had the longest? Um, go Maybe Barack? William Henry Harrison, more than 8,000 words. In fact... <laughs> uh it, it also it was a really cold day he kept droning on and on he got sick he is also the shortest serving president because he died 31 days right. after he took office because he droned on and on during really <laughs> crappy weather yeah and he caught pneumonia okay all right only president to be sworn in by a woman sworn in by a woman mm-hmm. um I, i'm gonna try barack again Nope, LBJ on the okay. plane after Kennedy was assassinated. Oh, what, okay. What phrase has? Okay, this is stupid. We're not playing this anymore. New game, new game. <laughs> we're done. This is boring. This is terrible. This is terrible. Okay. okay. Whatever. Rapid you're fire. Do. Rapid fire. Kirby. Okay. There are no wrong answers. Strange Oreo flavors. You have to take <laughs> one. You have to eat one of the Oreos or the other. It doesn't matter to me which one you pick, but you have to pick one. Okay. <laughs> this is the strangest left turn I've ever. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. Are you ready? Strangest Oreos flavors. Yeah, whatever. Yep. So you got to pick one. Cherry cola or pina colada? Thins. Pina colada. All right. Banana split or rainbow sherbet? Rainbow sherbet. Watermelon or lemon twist? Lemon twist. Firework, which has like uh, pop rocks in it. Okay. Or peeps, which tastes like the marshmallow flavored cream situations you get at Easter. I'm going to go with the pop rocks one. Swedish fish or cool mint? Ooh, I'll go Swedish fish. Wrong, cool mint. <laughs> Kettle corn or caramel apple? Uh, uh, I'll go kettle corn, I guess. Okay, we just uh, passed Christmas. Gingerbread or candy cane, Kirby? Candy cane, sir. Dunkin' Donuts mocha or jelly donut as we go into breakfast? I'm going to go Dunkin' Donuts. All right. <laughs> Root beer float or fruit punch? Um, I'm going to go fruit punch. Limeade or lemonade? Uh, I'll go lemonade. Fruity crisp, which is embedded with fruity pebble cereal, or peanut butter and jelly? Oh, fruity crisp for sure. I love me some fruity pebbles. Red velvet cake 
Okay. Or marshmallow crispy. So it has a little marshmallow, like marshmallow treats in there. It, it, just so we're clear, this all sounds gross to me, but I'm going to go with the red velvet cake. All right. IPA or Long Island iced tea? Ooh. I'm going to go IPA. Both made up. Both would be terrible. Kirby, you did a great <laughs> job on the game. Thanks, man. The rest of but, those were not made up. No, uh, the rest of them were true. The last, okay. the, the IPA or Long Island iced tea was, was completely made up. So. Okay. Got it. All but right. you know what's not made up? What's that, Bill? The fact that you can have the pulse of the entire industry in the palm of your hand, just you don't even have to pay for it. A lot of people think, wow, okay, you're telling me I can get the pulse of the entire industry in the palm of my hand. I'm going to pay like a thousand bucks for that because yeah. I need that. No, put your money away, goofball. <laughs> okay, put your money away, screwball. It's free. You go to your app store, Google Play, Android, whatever, and, and, and the app, uh, Apple app, the iTunes app store, Apple app store, download promo pulse. It's going to give you the entire pulse of the entire industry, your ideas, your inspiration, your information all in one place. It's catered to you. It's directed to you. And it's right there on your phone. It's such a great service. So, so download that today. People love it. We love it. You should love it as well. Love it, man. All right, Kirby. Well, I want to thank you again for having the courage to do that in a ballroom of a hotel I've never been to <laughs> and broadcast from a remote area in the land of Klee. You bet, man. This has been fun. Mask up. Mask <laughs> up.